Let that beat knock, man. Yeah. I get a little bit louder. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm waiting for. Where's it at? All right, we're going to stop it quick. Let's go. <laughs> what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? What up? What up? That kind of threw that me off. That you know what I mean? What's happening, man? This is another edition of Married to Hip Hop, Not the Drama with Tracy Lee. I'm your host, and you know I came with my esteemed associates over here, man. We're going to get right into the introductions. Yo, what's going on? DJ Blinks. What's going on? T. Right. Lee. T. How you feeling, brother? I'm feeling great. That's what's up. You know what I mean? Life is good. Good, good. That's that's fantastic. We always like to hear that life is good. And moving right along to your better half, Miss Delamar. Cat, yes, what's going Ms. on? Lee, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm still on the high from the last episode. Nice. Oh, yeah, last episode was, was dope. Yeah, it was you know dope. what I'm saying? It was dope, but I'm good. Sapase, Sapase. What? You know Shout what I'm saying? Naomi Osaka. There you go. There you go. <laughs> There you go, you know what I mean? US, U.S. Open Tennis Champion, you know what I mean? The Haitian sensation, you know what I mean? And last but not least, Mrs. Lee, what's happening? How you doing? How you doing? Diana and I are doing well today. Who in the hell is Diana? Diana. That's her name. Who? Who? Her. Her? Yes. Is it alive? Does it breathe? Yes. That's why she is. Her name is Diana. Yes. Okay. And on any wow. given day, it might be Dirty Diana. So women giving weaves names then. <laughs> that's, a, that, that's a lead thing. That's a lead thing. That's a lead thing. We don't want the I don't, Hey, look. Hey, listen. Uh, I take responsibility uh, for everything that she does. I'm staying out of that. However, that, don't know. But listen, we have a great show in store for you today, man. You know, we got the educator, the, 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 the minister, the ordained minister. You know oh, what I'm man. saying? My brother, my friend, Timothy Jones in oh, the yeah. building. Yes. Giving us knowledge about how to educate the youth with hip-hop. You dig what I mean? But before we get into that, you know what it is, man. DJ Blanks, can we get some beats, please, man? I mean, I mean what's the topic, you know? What's the topic? I got you. I'm just playing. <laughs> Yo, this dude, I tell you what, everybody just leave the set. We'll just, Blinks can do the whole drum, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, we gotta, we gotta go to the teacher right here. We going with my teacher. Yeah. Okay. All right. I see where you going with that, Mister. I see where you going with that. Okay. There you go. Good segue. Good segue. Where a why or when? Well, let me explain like instructions to a game. See, I'm not insane. In fact, I'm kind of rational. This one or that one, the white one or the black one. What was you about to say, Kat? It was an era. It was an Best era ever. You know I mean? I like that. I mean, people have seen the 90s, but I'm, I'm an 80s. But I'm outnumbered. Some of you, by vast majority, vast majority of people tell you the 90s was, was, was better than the 80s. I, I just learned. Oh yeah, yeah, it's true. Got me. 80s, right? That's what I'm saying. 80s was, 80s was something else, man. 80s was, was teaching. 80s was fun. 80s I was a fan. 
It was the template. We created the template for what it is right there. They try to destroy the template, but we won't let them. Oh, we back. Yeah. That was fast. So check it out, man. Ready? Uh, yeah, we're ready. Let's right. get into it. Well, our guest today, Mr. Timothy Jones. Timothy is a lecturer and hip-hop scholar in residence at, Te- at Teachers College, Columbia University. He is a workshop developer for hip-hop-based programming for middle and high school classrooms, after-school programs, and summer programs where students actually develop creativity, uh, critical thinking, and communication and collaboration skills that can be used not just in academics, but also in social and professional settings. Timothy is the chief visionary officer of Hip Hop Ed and the curator and moderator for the weekly Cyber Cypher Twitter chat on education, hip hop and youth development that serves as professional development for educators, parents, practitioners and youth. He is a hip hop ambassador and curriculum resource contributor for Science Genius, which is a hip hop and science education initiative and he is an HU brother. So you without, know HU. You know. So without further ado, can we get a doorbell? Is he here? Is he here yet? Is he actually here? <laughs> there we go. Somebody's <laughs> here. <laughs> I just heard a doorbell. <laughs> what are you gonna escort him in here or something? It's more cheesy every week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's in the building. I thought we were skyping him or something. You know what I mean? Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Tim Jones in the building. Now, we've had several people on this couch, but I have to say, this is one of the most, you know, looked forward ones that we've been waiting for. Yeah. And and it's fam. Yep. That's what, I mean, you know, we've had some people in here that I consider, you know, cool friends, very good acquaintances, but this is fam in here, man. So that's what makes this thing extra special. You know what I'm saying? Over 20 years. That's fam right there. Is it 20 or 30? Oh, yeah. okay. It's thirty. Well, thirty it's for you. Twenty-five. <laughs> uh, thirty for you. Y'all yeah, whatever, man. Sum it up. Yeah. Whatever. So, so, so. Yeah. Whatever. Man. <laughs> so, uh, Mrs. Lee. Yes. When you when you created this topic, right? Yes. Um. Or when you drink, when so, you go ahead, so, so go ahead. The, honestly, when I came up with the topic, I thought it would be very interesting. This was before I ever even knew that hip hop ed existed. Ah. So I, I thought, you know, what about using hip hop in the classroom? You know, is is that being done? You know, how how would you go about doing that? And and Tracy was like, I know a guy, I know a guy. <laughs> so that's the the first thing I want to find out is, you know, how did you come up with that concept? And like, what was the what did the first lesson plan look like? Well, truthfully, with regards to hip hop ed, uh, Jay Z's book Decoded, there was actually a Twitter chat about the book, and it was Dr. Chris Emden from Teachers College and my little brother Brandon Frame. They were participating in the chat, and they wanted to continue the talk about the book, so they came up with the hashtag Hip Hop Ed. And so this was in November 2010. Mm-hmm. And so back then, music used to come out on Tuesdays. Oh, yeah. So yeah. then yeah. They, they started yeah. having the weekly chat every Tuesday because they wanted to mimic new music with new lessons and mm-hmm. new thoughts about education. I was working a grant in 2011, and part of the grant required me to get on social media. 
So I happened to get on Twitter. And so when I got on Twitter, it happened to be a Tuesday. So, and I'm saying happened, but this is definitely God ordained. Mm -hmm. I saw the hashtag. And so then I jumped on and I'm firing back and forth. And so then Chris, he's reaching out to me like, yo, I don't know who you are. And then the Brooklyn in me is like, I don't know who you are. Did you say the Brooklyn, East New York, Pink House, Building 121C, Zip Code 11208. Let's keep this there. Let's say, hey, all right. Listen, Mr. 215. Listen, let's be clear. I got nothing but respect for the borough of Brooklyn, Kings County. I get it. Yes. The cameras are moving. But is the cameras in this? I'm like, Cat will find Brooklyn in a cup of tea. You gotta make sure that we acknowledge it. So continue. So then we began to we began to talk. And so then we met in person in August of 2011. And for me, it was I had going to Howard, I had been dealing with hip hop in educational spaces, but it wasn't in the academy. Mm -hmm. So I was more so doing it from an after-school program standpoint or partnering inside of a school. But sitting down with Chris, it's like, okay, this is a tenured professor. We're at Columbia University Teachers College. Mm -hmm. So this is a whole nother level. So I grew up in New York, but I had never been Mm -hmm. at the Ivy League school. I had no reason Mm -hmm. to go there. Mm -hmm. And so just being able to connect with somebody like him and we're 10 years apart. So that that gave us kind of era differences. Oh, you you and the, um, my man, yeah, Chris, so Chris right? is yeah. 10 years younger gotcha. than me, so he turned 40 this year, I turned 50, so right. we're able to have that dynamic of that big brother, younger brother, and so literally from there, he was like, yo, I'm going to have you come and be a guest lecturer mm-hmm. at one of my classes. Oh. I honestly was like, yeah, whatever. We'll see. Because all of this is mm. off of meeting somebody on Twitter. Thought it was rhetoric. You know, the type yeah. of thing that you tell your kids, like, don't get catfished. It's like, <laughs> right. I don't know what, <laughs> this is real or whatever. Right, and, right. you know, and so then that happened. And then that's where the, the hip-hop scholar in residence came into play. And uh, Science Genius was actually a program that he created with Jizza mm-hmm. from the Wu-Tang. Yeah. Yeah. Where it was wow. like, how can we bring science into the classroom in a more meaningful way? Because he's a trained scientist. And right. So what we started doing from there is like adopting a science class where we would work with the teacher and the students would take an aspect of the curriculum, but they had to teach it back by writing a battle rhyme. And the thing that makes our work work different is that you'll have a lot of people that use hip hop in education spaces Mm -hmm. and they want the hip hop to be accepted just because it's positive. Mm -hmm. And our approach is that people don't sit in record companies and make purposely negative records. It's like, I'm just trying to make a hot record. So mm-hmm. whatever that is, that's what it is. And so for us, it was not only does the academics have to be on point, mm-hmm. the hip hop aesthetics have to be on point. Mm-hmm. So it's one thing to just do a simple rhyme where you're including scientific terms. It's another level to write a battle rhyme where you might take the water cycle and flip it off of poverty in mm. the cycle of poverty mm. in the hood and align it with that or you might take a rhyme about the scientific method and break it down how hip-hop is an ecosystem so we totally push the envelope totally off the page and so with challenge students it's like yeah, Yo, you got to rewrite that rhyme because the rhyme isn't as tight as it should be mm. and so then we would have battles where students would represent their schools and then the battles would be judged by a panel of science professionals and artistic and entertainment professionals. So you had to be on point with both. And so then from there, it began to 
work with teachers and do a lot of professional development. Like a hip-hop mm. science fair. Yeah. It, yeah mm. In essence, that's like really that. what it was, where the the projects that they were showing were their rhymes. And so if you have been working on your rhyme for a semester mm. and you're proud of it, then you're going to bring your friends and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And so for us, just even in the, the term hip-hop ed, is that we focus on hip-hop just as much, if not more, than the education because we're stakeholders in the culture. And so for me, the education can come and go because they could decide standards are this and that and the other. So for me, I'm hip hop first before I'm an educator. Indeed. And mm. so that's that's just really the essence now, behind it. Now do you use other aspects of the culture beside the 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 the, the rap part? Like do you use uh, graffiti? Do you yeah. use break dancing? Do you use DJing? So when we're having conversations with educators as far as where they can find sort of academic, the presence of academics within the culture. Mm-hmm. Like you're looking at graffiti, it's like, okay, take your T-square, take your compass, start measuring angles mm-hmm. and different things Dope. like that. Uh, if you're looking at, at mathematics, not only just word problems, but you literally, the similar thing with DJing, if you're talking about B-boy or B-girl and like, how do you hit those angles? Mm-hmm. Not to just give Drake props, but it is yeah, what it is. Indeed. But like, you know, hit, hitting those angles and different things like that, um, looking at it from a historical standpoint, if you're looking at it from a social economic standpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just being able to see all of those elements there mm-hmm. uh, we're actually working now on uh, how do you teach entrepreneurship and business from the standard way but looking at hip hop as that incubator for entrepreneurship both from a social standpoint as well as a for profit like so we're constantly brainstorming on new ways to bring hip hop and not just bring it to teach the subject, mm-hmm. but for people to see and appreciate the subject is already within hip hop. Right. And so then for the people who are practitioners of the culture, it's helping them realize that their intelligences are the same intelligences that you're being tested for mm-hmm. so that you walk in with a higher level of confidence as opposed to I got to leave my hip hop self outside the classroom. It to makes it practical. Right. It makes exactly. it practical. You can use it. You know what I'm saying? In everyday life, basically. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Now, Tim, I can see what the kids will get out of it or, or, or are getting out of it. Since embarking on this journey, what have you learned from the kids? Nice. For me, uh, one, I've learned to continually reinvent myself to remain relevant. Didn't we just talk about uh, this? One, one <laughs> of the times that oftentimes when you deal with a lot of educators, they're not willing to go past their own personal crates. Mm-hmm. And so if I grew up and I was an 80s person or a 90s person, but then I'm totally discounting everything that's here today. How can I reach these young people if I've already Mm -hmm. disregarded their their content Mm -hmm. knowledge? And so that's one of the first things uh, that that I've learned is just being with them. But then also one of the things I learned is oftentimes they are hungry for more than what it is that they're receiving. They just receive Mm -hmm. an abundance of the same. But there's a hunger there for the diversity. And once you respect what it is that they're vibing off of, mm-hmm. then it's so much easier to connect the dots. And it's like, oh, because like, for example, everybody keeps talking about mumble rap. But my thing is, yo, 
you don't have mumble rap if you ain't have dots of facts. Right. Mm-hmm. And then right. people just get real personal. It's like, <laughs> right. oh, because you real understood talk. that. But real then, talk. like, when, when Bone came out, no. like, yeah. who uh-huh. understood what they were saying unless you was from that part of town? Like, literally, we used to have competitions in class where kids would write out what to show they that they knew what was being said. And right. I mean, real talk, I've been in D.C. since I was 18, in certain parts of D.C. or with Go-Go, some people treated that like that was a different language. Fun. But you got to be able to appreciate those nuances and the aspects of the culture that are just aesthetically being altered, which is what should happen. Mm-hmm. So, But that's, that's the biggest thing. And then also uh, just that validation for yourself, like being able to, like one of the things I never wanted to be to do that grew out of hip hop. Hmm. Like oftentimes I tell what people- What do you mean by that? Oftentimes when hmm. people criticize where the culture is, and it's like, that's I tell people because you allowed yourself to move down the radio dial to smooth jazz. <laughs> that you didn't stay- Ooh, Say with it your, again, You please. didn't stay with your culture. Say it again. That you allowed- you allowed corporate America. You Jesus. allowed your job. You right. allowed, quote unquote, growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that back in the day, I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. <laughs> I don't want to grow up. I'm a hip hop kid. So it's like, so for me, there's no way I'm going to meet somebody that's 15, 16, and they be more hip hop than me, and Ooh, I'm 50. Okay, like, that's ridiculous. Not only that, you like you said, you are the culture. Exactly. We are the culture. So how can you grow out of the? How can you grow out of that? Exactly. That's the part I don't understand. Like, people always look at me well people at my gig uh, you're 48 why are you still like this yeah. is who I am yes I can't grow out of that and, and we're the only culture and that. art form that does that right you who's ever told the OJs you're too old to sing right or oh, Barris Hammond yeah right. Like come, or I mean, bon Jovi, so, right? yes. you know, all those. It um, just gets pa- it gets passed folks. down and it gets passed down with a level of reverence that in hip hop is purposefully done. Mm-hmm. To separate us, because Agreed. if we could sit down and really appreciate one another's knowledge and experiences, there's a lot of mistakes that wouldn't continually get made. Like mm-hmm. it's purposely being done, and the problem is once the enemy's moves is pointed out to you, if you still allow the enemy to win, that at some point is it still the enemy's fault? Right. Mm-hmm. Let me let me ask you a question on that. On that end, how do y'all bridge the gap? Like, say somebody coming in, this quote unquote mumble rap. That's all they listen to our kids. That's what they know. And we old school. How you bridge the gap between the age groups? Uh, honestly, sometimes the term bridging the gap, then the question would be, do we bridge the gap or do we fill the gap? Because if you bridge the gap, the gap it's is still, still there. there. Mm-hmm. And then if somebody comes along and breaks the bridge, then all the work that you did was done. So sometimes it's filling the gap. I definitely understand what it is you're saying. So oftentimes it may be kind of doing a tit for tat. That's like, oh, okay, well, if you rock into the Migos, then maybe it is a DOS effect. So maybe it is this or whatever. So because a lot of times we're assuming that just because with technology, you can pull up anything. But if you don't know that it exists, you're not going to pull up those prior things. You're just going to stay right where you are. So for them, they might have heard the Black Thought Funk funk Flex Freestyle, but they don't have any idea of the roots and how groundbreaking that Mm. is because they just know what it is that's being They weren't introduced to to it. They weren't introduced to it. That's what I find a lot with these kids. Like they 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 know what they know because that's all they know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you if you a lot of times if you give it to them, 
and be like, yo, check that out. Then they become curious. Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Oh, this looks uh, crazy. Like, it's like you just got to put it in their hands or put it in their face. You know what I'm saying? Pause. 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 I paused that. I paused that. I paused that. And, you know what I'm saying? And, and, if you, and if you get the opportunity to co-create with them, that's really one of the most effective yeah. ways. If, if you're in a position where you can co-create with them or if they see that you have a level of expertise that can make them better. So like, especially with Science Genius, we're the ones that's coaching them. Mm-hmm. And so, because at the end of the day, it's like, yo, it's a hot song to you, but you're going in a battle and you got judges that need to understand the words that's coming out of your mouth. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, all right, that slang worked on the train, but if we put <laughs> you on stage in front of 700 people, they all need to be able to understand what, what it is saying. that you're saying. So mm-hmm. I'm not trying to knock your hustle, but why go through this and not be hurt? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just, you know, like I said, just doing different things like that. What, cool. what kind of reception do you get from the school systems? Like, mm-hmm. it, do you have them opening the doors for you guys? Or do you find yourself constantly having to explain how this works and why this is good? Right. And-, and piggybacking off of Lori, because I was going to ask something similar, mm-hmm. is what hurdles have you faced? Because we get it. Mm-hmm. The, it's, 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 it's definitely, it's, it's a constant battle. Uh, it's interesting because, and not, it's not from an absolute racial line standpoint, but you may get some white educators that are more apt to take it in, but they just don't know hip hop. Mm-hmm. But they may be functioning from a point of desperation. That's like, okay, we need something. But then you will get some black and brown that either based on what they will hear as soon as they turn on the radio or this, that, and the other, that's what they think hip hop is. And, and so that becomes the barrier. So also a lot of times it's having to deprogram, unbrainwash, uh, and deal with the teachers because sometimes the teachers are the biggest barrier because the administrators, they may get it. And then in some instances now, because you're talking about a culture from a contemporary standpoint, that's 45 years old, you'll get some educators that are coming right in and they think that they know it. And so sometimes you got to school them as well, because especially when you're dealing with the academy, a lot of times people feel that their degrees will supersede that organic scholarship mm-hmm. of knowingness. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes those are hurdles. Uh, those are personal hurdles. But within the crew, that's where it's like, OK, this door, the Ph.D. got to go open. But if we over on the block then I'm going to say, yo, I've been doing after-school programs in the streets for 20 years, mm-hmm. so then you're going to have to come behind me. Mm-hmm. But we got to be on point where we trust one another to be strategic, you know, with that. You know, sometimes we deal, and truthfully, one of the hurdles we deal with oftentimes is because the crew, we're all, we're all guys. And oftentimes it's like, well, well where are the women? And this, that, and the other. And I get it. But then on the one hand, it's that, okay, you continually talk about how dysfunctional we are. And then when we try to get together, the first thing that you tell us is where's the women. So are there are there no females in the in the classes? No, no, no. We like within hip hop ed, as far as the leadership team, there aren't any women, but any of our chats, if you're dealing with educational spaces, you're naturally going to be engaging with the majority of women uh, because there's such a small percentage of male teachers. E- male Educated. teachers. But as far as like the leadership team of hip hop ed. It's a group of brothers that came together and it's like, yo, let's let's do this. And part of it is to be purposeful 
as men, let's enter into this educational space and no shade, but we're not the PE teacher. Mm -hmm. We're not the building custodian Mm -hmm. and this, that, and the other, that we are scholars, we're MCs, we're fathers, we're husbands, (laughs) we're scientists, and we're men. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, And so in entering into a lot of classrooms, Students don't get to see that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we do that, but it's not that sisters aren't purposely down. We're mm-hmm. not doing this without, most importantly, our wives. Mm-hmm. Like I'm here now because I, I got a hall pass right. from Vanessa. Like, right. shout the out to Vanessa. Like, uh, yes, let's keep it 100. You know, we all get hall passes. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. married to hip hop, ain't it? Exactly. Because so, we don't want the drama. <laughs> Have you guys been able at this point? So, so first of all, how how new is the program again? Uh, we've been doing it now for almost seven years. Seven years. So have you guys gotten to a point where you now have um, statistics that you can go into these school systems and say, hey, this has been this is how we improve grades. In yes. This subject, that subject. Yes, uh, definitely. Uh, uh, our brother Edmund, uh, another newly minted PhD. Uh, a lot of it will be even before the actual hard data around testing, the biggest thing has been like the shifts in attitude Mm. and some of the Mm. qualitative feedback that we've gotten from teachers. And it may be things like uh, the days that we were doing Science Genius, my attendance was higher. Mm. Uh, Talking to students who like, yo, I hated science before this program. And it's not like, okay, now I'm going to become a science, but at least now I understand that I can do this or not. Mm -hmm. So my choices are now more informed as opposed to me just believing that science is not for me or math is not for me. But then also it's helping to see shifts in hip hop because now when the student goes through that process, they listen different. Mm -hmm. Like I tell people all the time, if you really want to, develop that media literacy to really start understanding and listening hip to hip hop, try to write a verse. Mm-hmm. You develop a whole level of appreciation for it. Go take some Krylon and go try to do a graffiti piece and then you'll look around and you'll appreciate the artistry. Yeah. Try to do a windmill, then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. B-boys and B-girls become superheroes. So sometimes yes. when you master it, you make it look so simple right. that people on the outside begin to devalue it. Mm-hmm. And so then when they go through it, now, it may not change everything that's in your iPod or, or with your iPhone or whatever that you're listening to, but at least now it gives you a broader perspective. And that's really what it's about. That's like not telling you what you're doing is wrong, but there's just so many other things that you can begin to incorporate into it. So a lot of it is around the shift, the shifts in attitude, which is really for us our focus as well as building relationships. So we've had students who've gone off to college who then will come back and then help in the high school. So then if I'm in the Bronx or I'm in Brooklyn, Harlem or whatever, and an alumni comes back and now they're telling me about their college experience and this, that, and the other, you know, to, for us, that's the win. You just answered my question. I was like, how the students get involved when they come back that went through the program? So. They come back. This, this, this time around, we actually had students serve as judges <laughs> uh, along with them. Right. And students will come back and help coach. And then honestly, they just come back and and just help cheer and just their presence being there is something that you can't replicate them seeing somebody who a couple of years ago was in the hallways with them. But now 
is in school or working and still taking the time to come back to show them that love. So yeah. Tim, I know, yeah. right. I no, know no, no, we're going to have to wrap it up soon, but I I would be remiss if I didn't say that you are one of my heroes. And, uh, you know, we you. speak so we offline. Do. Yes, we do. And one of the things that outside of just being a hip hop scholar, I also love how you attack community development. Mm-hmm. You reinvest in the children, yes. um, not just for in your 20 plus years of at risk, but also in academia. Yes. Um, and from a social justice standpoint, I have yet to meet a brother of your caliber mm-hmm. oh, who just you. walks the walk and talks the talk. Indeed. And, you know, Indeed. I just have to, you know, in addition to what you're here Thank for, you. we have to Thank you. give you your props for that. Thank you. Likewise. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So wait, so how do you, how, who pays for all of this? Like, how do you guys continue to Besides us wives? (laughs) 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 We'll get get support. Uh, Definitely teachers college. Uh, A lot of things will be underwritten. But, you know, sometimes we'll get grants and sponsorships from people. But a lot of it is more so bartering and different things like that. And just, I feel like, you know, when God is leading you, he makes a way. Mm -hmm. And we just keep doing what we're doing because that's why we do it. Yeah. If we can help. In any way, I was going to say that if um, your your website, if anybody wants to get more information uh, or donate, www.hiphoped.com. Follow us on Twitter at therealhiphoped.com. Every Tuesday from nine to ten Eastern Standard Time. Hashtag hiphoped, and and we can definitely chop it up and build. Real quick, where are you at as far as um DMV? Mm. If somebody want to get involved in the DMV? Uh, for me, uh. If you hit any of those things, especially on Twitter, if you hit at the real hip hop ad, or for me, it's at TDJ6899, uh, Timothy Jones on Facebook or whatever, but the TDJ6899 is Twitter, Instagram, at Gmail. If you hit me, I'm, I'm around. You know how I get down. I'm here. I know. We here. We definitely can't say enough, but you know, thank you for that. Coming to the show, man. Now, Educator. Thank y'all for me. I've been watching y'all online. You know what so I'm it's exciting yeah. to be here. I feel like Jay be like, Mama, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> Looking Ed- forward to coming back. Absolutely, yeah, man. Please, Educator, please. minister, friend, yes. mentor, yes. my yes. brother, our brother, yes. Timothy Jones, man. Give it up one more time for him, people. Definitely. Yeah, you know I mean. So with Thank that said, you. man. Music going. Yeah, blinks. Right, we got to Yeah, yeah, that was. Action team is showing off this season. Peace. Peace. Yo, they got things season one, but season two. Yo, you, you, first of all, hey, tell me. See, why you, why you, why you can't? Why not? Why not? He said, first of all, he said no. He said have to take it in. Number one. Yeah. Then he said, then he said, get behind us. I'm like, I'm looking at him like, yo, come on, man, where's the do 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 do? You always get me paused. You know what I mean? After taking it. <laughs> that was the big one right there, Paul. You got, come on, he ain't, this is, this is our peoples, man. You got, yo, yeah, nobody saved. You come on this show, nobody saved. He said, after take it in. <laughs> You lucky I wasn't over there, Tom. I would have hit the jaw, man. <laughs> you might put it in the, in the editing site. <laughs> yeah, I'm not out the woods yet. Yeah, we got the yeah, we got the pause button. Have to take it in. <laughs> I looked over there like yo, and he looked at me too, like yo, come on. Son. 
Yo, Tom, man, appreciate it. This tea is so good. For real, man. Something King put me on, too. Some comfort, something. Self. I hope we got you out of here in time, man. That's good. Every single guest we have on this show, y'all be like, Can we get him back again? Screen the work. They're on there singing and dancing. Hello, nobody hears me. Especially when I saw uh, the, uh, Come on, it's not working. Science, I thought that was just awesome. mm. And when you go to the site, you can listen to some videos. Get this thing out. Which is Hello. So, oh, Hello. <laughs> testing one, two, wow. testing. I hear nothing. <laughs> You're laughing in the back. I know you slipping, man. You slipping. I think you only be paying attention to me. That's all right. It's cool. It's cool. I saw on the website that half of it was talking about the the Ed, but you guys guys talk about um, hip hop therapy too, and we did a whole topic on that last week. But you do it specifically for the youth, right? But I could see too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a deep brother of a pause. Hello. <laughs> like, you know, Tracy don't, Tracy don't miss nothing. <laughs> you, know, you saw no, but Tim, but see, as soon as I said no, this dude was ready to press the button. I caught him like this. Pre-pause, pre-pause. Yeah, pre-pause. Turn your phone on. Are we back? Yeah, yeah, we back. Yo, salute to our brother Tim, man. Tim Jones, man. Salute, 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 salute. Yeah, I mean, so, so. What's next? What we up? I think, I think it's 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 almost time uh-oh. for. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah, something zany, uh-oh. something crazy. Arizona's. In yeah, the house. here we go. Arizona's finest. <laughs> Calsar. By way of Jersey. Yeah, hold on. Do we got theme music for him yet? No, we don't. No, we don't. Oh, well then. No, I saw something. Where are you? I can hear you, but can't see you. Wait, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Where I'm are kidding? you? Get oh, it. keyboard. Oh, it's backwards. Yeah, what are you doing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. There hold we on. go. Hold on. Wait a minute. What in the... I'm talking to my grandparents right now. Yeah. How do you work this thing? <laughs> What's going like on? That? They got Metro PCS right, in Arizona working. too? Uh oh, I messed up. Send oh. message start then. Oh, oh goodness <laughs> gracious. Okay, go. I, see, I can see I see the lovely ladies, but I cannot see anybody else. And we can't uh, see you I'm, either. And I can't see me. <laughs> I'm, I'm hitting the button. What button? <laughs> There's a button, trust me. There's a button. It's a button. There's a lot button of buttons. Backwards. There's a button at the bottom. We got a um, we got a we got a, a, a technical staff over here whispering, and I think it has a lot to do with you. Like, what's going on over there? <laughs> Hit a different button. Yeah. Hit a different button. All right, yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Might have hit the wrong button. No. Yeah, we hear you. Us. 
All you had to do was turn uh, the camera around, man. What happened? Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. Oh. Not on the screen. With one of your kids. They can, yeah, they can exactly. figure it out in two seconds. This is gay. <laughs> <laughs> we Call me right back. Look, Call me right look, back. And by gay, we mean happy. happy. Yeah. Because yeah. we do take happy fun yes. too. Um, I mean, yeah, happy, yeah, yeah. excited. Thank you. We're four minutes in. Waste time. Smile, call me back. Come right back. Oh, um, um, yeah. We'll call him back. All right, let's get a song. Yeah, as soon as she come back from pulling out the car, pause. I'm just covering my bases. Pause. Pause on everything. Because one wasn't uh, done. Because we, we had a long week. Yeah. One wasn't finished. I'm just in love with that girl over there. So for all the people out there that fall in love with material items, we're going to bump the beat a little something like this. Still having problems with him? At the end of the day, I don't hit the arcade. I walk from school to my mom's apartment. I gotta tell the suckers every day, don't start it. There we go. Now keep, keep right there. Pause. There it is. You stay right there, don't touch nothing. No, what are you doing? Okay. I just flipped it. I flipped it and bounced. All right, yeah, now just, just don't touch anything else. I'm not touching nothing. I'm leaving it like that. I want it differently, but I'm not gonna move. <laughs> but you're still moving stuff. There you go. The light's behind me. I'm dark. You see? Can you? Can you? Cut off the light. No, no, don't cut off the light. Don't cut off the light. No, no, no. Kind of move in front of the light. Perfect. Yeah, there you go. Stay right there. No, don't back up. Don't back up. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Now leave it. Don't touch nothing. Sit on the couch. Don't move. Yo, what's good, man? And you know what time it is. It's time for another edition of Kalsar Bazaars. Straight out of AZ. Straight out of AZ. Straight out of AZ. What up, Kals? Yo, what's the deal? I want to say what's up to the lovely ladies first. Hey, Kals. You know what I mean? They count. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? The wives. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that, Everybody else over there. The producers. Everybody. Um... Thank you for the opportunity. Here we go. I'm going to just jump right into this one. Let's go. I'm going to jump right into it. I'm going to play around today. I got my, my notes. <clears throat> Listen to this note. This is, you give us right the good, right? The good first. He does the good first. The good, always the good first. Right. Okay. I like to start out with positivity. I'm a positive guy. All right, here we go. I'm a real one. The honey is sweet. The apple is bitter. They'll try and convince you stronger without your woman than when you with her. Say that again. Say that again without the finger. I'm a move, real move, one. Move your hand off the screen. <laughs> What's where's my finger? Your fingers are covering you. There we go. There is we it, go. Is it moved? Yeah, yeah. Oh. There we go. Sorry. Right. Right. There we go. He said, I'm a, he's, he said, I'm a real one. Uh-huh. The honey is sweet. The apple is bitter. Mm-hmm. They'll try and convince you you're stronger without your woman than when you're with her. All right, you got to break that down. Yeah, you got yeah, to break the first part. And tell you they kidding. While Twitter trashing your litter. I know the devil's a liar. I know that players is quitters. Come on. You, you don't get that? <laughs> you got to break that down. Break down. I don't get the first part. Okay, okay. And I always have to say, first is there a reggae version? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Huh? Is there a reggae version to it? Don't listen. Reggae? No, I don't know. It is, but I don't have that version. But there is one. It's always a reggae. Version. Okay. The line I'm going with is, they'll try to convince you you're stronger without your woman than when you're with her. I How got many it. songs do we hear? I got it. They always talk about the side chick, and you don't need a chick, and they're bashing chicks. Yeah. And you don't need to be married. Yeah. yeah. So they. Is pretty broad. They'll try to convince you you're stronger without your woman. Got you. Than when you're with her. That's dope. That is dope. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Who says that in hip hop? Well, who? First of all, who said that? Ah, can we get the background? You got it. I mean, Bring it I gotta play the background, but you know this song through the whole joint. Mm. I gotta hit the censor. Oh, oh you can't go straight to that part. Uh, uh, but just tell us who it is. Chance the rapper. Chance the rapper. I might need Chance security. Chance the rapper. It's a hot this. song. I forgot like about that. It's like a whole through play song. throughout the song, and it's like the F bomb straight through. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. But that's a hot F- line. F- that's F- that, that. I mean, that's a hot line, and it's very. Um, Let me uh, get one a little bit. Younger than the good die. The Illuminati couldn't see me with their good eye. Okay. Game a little bit. <laughs> and, it, and, it's very, and it's very relevant for this show in particular. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What? It says very relevant for this show in particular. That line that you just pointed out. That's why it stood out to me. Yeah, that's dope. This is perfect. Marriage and hip hop. Yeah, that's dope. And they're going to try to convince you. Come on. That you're stronger without her than you are with her. I love it. I love it. They try to convince you that all the time. We tell each other that nonsense. You know? Exactly. Mm -hmm. You don't need no check. You don't need this. You don't need that. Go with it. Ah. Right. Money. M.O.B. Money over. Bring it up. You know what I'm saying? Money over bees. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Whatever. All All the phrases. He had the guts to say. Like, nah, nah, nah. That's not true. That's not true. All right. So give us the ugly. Oh, you broke up. Say I said, give us the ugly. Give us the bad. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on. I'm on. I was on the. Uh, I was on a whole lot of stuff. And I, you know, my mind is all over the place. Being a Libra, you can relate. That's right. So I'm like, uh, I'm on the Eminem thing. I just I settled on Eminem oh. versus MGK. Mm. That's what I settled on. So the first thing I came up with was. Uh, Oh, M- oh, I can't tell you who said it, but it doesn't matter. It was in, in the hook. He said, woke up to honky sounding like me. Woke up to honkies <laughs> sounding like me. Like, I didn't... <laughs> Don't Hold on. That. <laughs> who said that? <laughs> First of all, who's using the term honky, honky. in 2018? Like <laughs> yeah. Yes. Is this the Jeffersons? He said, I woke up to Honky Sound like me. And the second whack line he said was on a different song. Uh, okay, this is on the song that it should be queued up, uh, Blinks. I got you. He said, I don't I don't want a couple Grammys, uh, but I sold my soul to get them. Wasn't in it for the trophies, just the effing recognition. F's the difference. I'm that cracker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that <laughs> Wait a minute. You're not, you're I'm that You said before. I'm that And he kept on going. Let's stop right there. I'm that cracker. Hey, Kels, that's, that's, lucky. that's lucky. That's lucky. Uh, oh that's the one with, uh, yeah, lucky. Yeah, play lucky that. You, play that. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in this one. 
Should I have my hand on the sensor? It's crazy because when I talk to Blinks about it, I done did a lot of things. I'm talking I love the song. Then I, I, I forgot I already wrote this down. Oh, I'm just gonna play a little bit of it. Who is that? You can't, you can't really play. Is that that's MGK? Lucas. Nah, that's Eminem. It's the that's song Eminem? with Eminem and Joyner Lucas. It's called Lucas. Lucky You. Yo, they killed that. <sighs> the speed to rapping on this album is phenomenal. I don't know if he's going for a Twister's Twister's uh, record or not, but he's speed rapping all <laughs> over the album. So you can't, you're not going to catch anything he says unless you just studies and analyze and play it back to back to back to back for a hundred times because he's just flying. <laughs> <laughs> He's that cracker. So so yeah, so cracker. so yeah. so Eminem has used the term honky and cracker and cracker. Wow, two different songs on the same album. Oh. And my thing is, I don't like it because <laughs> right, he flipped it, he bounced it. I don't like it because it's it's racist. It's racist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. If he just said, if a black person said, "I'm that nigga," which was a line before that, excuse me, N word. Before that, by Jordan Lucas, uh -huh. okay, that's that's kind of generalizes. It doesn't mean because you're that nigga that means or uh, woke up to honky sound like me. You don't specifically mean woke up to black people sound like me when you say woke up to niggas sound like me. You mean people sounding like me, <laughs> right? With him saying woke up to honky sounding like me, <laughs> or I'm that cracker. <laughs> He's talking about specifically white people, which excludes black people, which is racist in itself in the connotation this of what he's so saying. Ridiculous. Can I get an amen? You hey, amen. Do you see where I'm coming from? I, I see exactly where you're coming from. Yeah, bizarre, he doesn't even understand that. Right. He doesn't understand racism, so it's like, oh, I can say I'm that cracker because I'm white. But you're saying it as if you get where I'm coming from. I get exactly where you're coming from. Thank that you. is hilarious. Point. Uh, last true. but not least, I don't want to hold everybody up. I'm going to wrap this thing up. Uh, here we go. He said, They told me you mad about a tweet. You wanted me to say sorry. I swear to God, I ain't believe him. Please say it ain't so. The big bad bully of the rap game can't take a effing joke. Now, oh, that was a that was a lyric in that. That's a lyric and another oh. song, uh, and it wasn't deep, but it was <laughs> it was the profoundity of it all. Is <laughs> because the profoundity. Can I, can I play, a snippet? play a snippet. He said the big. No, he doesn't that was have that. Machine gun I didn't even tell him about that. Did it? Oh yeah, he got it. He got it. And you can. Get the snippet a little bit. Snip. Oh, mm. oh my god, Ronnie. Hey, somebody grabbing some clippers. This fucking oh beard is weird. Tough talk from a rapper paying millions for security a year. I think my dad's gone crazy. Yeah, Haley, you right. Dad's always mad, cooped up in the studio, yelling at the mic. You sober and bored, Mike. You sober and bored, Mike. Now, I, I, I actually like this this joint right here. Okay. But I couldn't okay. understand, you know, like, is this is, was this a, a good line or a bad line? Okay. This is mediocre. Yeah. Because I'm lost. I'm going to call it good. I'm going to put it in the good category because of why he said it. The big bad bully of the rap game can't take an effing joke. My thing is, Eminem disses everybody, That's true. everybody mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. the time. That's true. But God forbid you say, mm -hmm. you just say his name. <laughs> right. And it's it's beef. Like, oh, he can't talk about me. Who you think you are? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, come on, Eminem. I mean, I don't understand his, his, his point. He, he's confusing. He doesn't take a stance on, I like comedy 
or I'm just mean. I like to diss people, and when you diss me, I'm gonna diss you back harder. Like, which one is it? Well, as someone who likes Eminem, okay. and knowing that please, we're out of time, is that cracker? He's that cracker. <laughs> 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 okay. So all right, means... it's time to wrap up the honkies now. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. I, guess, oh. I mean, hey, he was He's the one that said it. We will take honkies. We will still take honkies. Mm. <laughs> we will take honky sponsors from the words no. of Eminem, not, not my words. So, so, so his point is, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm about to say we was gonna wrap it up. Okay. And are you done? <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm not going all day. No, 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 no. So I get my own show. I'll wrap it up here. You know well, th- well, thank you again, <laughs> Kalsar. Bazaars. Hey, hey, love you guys once again. Keep Yo, it strong, man. keep it going. You know what I'm saying? Oh, can I say one more thing? <laughs> In two seconds. Or is it okay? I want to give a best rap bar of all times, and I'm gonna give a hint real fast. Ah! Trayley, what's that? What? <laughs> it's three words. <laughs> Only three words. Three. I'm gonna give a best rap bar from now on, but three words in this bar. Okay. What is it? Is that the word? Ah, ah, what what, what ah, is that? Ah, the third episode because we're out of time. Yeah, production team is First word, <laughs> rock. First word is rock. I don't know. Second word is Oh, bell. rock the bells. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, rock the bells. Rock, rock the bells. Rock the bells. You know who it is. You know who's saying it. Yeah. I'll get back with y'all next week on that. Right. Easy. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Easy. <laughs> First of all, you got to get your sound effects straight because I don't know what uh, is. I, I, it now like he a, said it. Now I know what he's talking. I about. mean, but yeah, what I'm just saying, it sounds like you know. gave an incorrect <laughs> answer or something. Uh, yeah, you know I mean, Kendall. yo, Blinks, can we get some beats, please? Uh, we out here. Hey, listen up, gangsters and honeys, with your head. Oh, say hi, but they wanna say hi. Hello. Y'all are funny. Yo, this is the, 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 the he told this story. Back. I don't know if anybody knows. Anybody don't know this record? He told the story. Back. It's called Rewind. Mm-hmm. This is on uh, Still Mad. Put his weed back in the jar. The blunt turns back into a cigar. We listen to Stevie. It sounded like heavy metal fans spinning records back, back in the jar. The blunt turns back into a cigar. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Listen up so y'all can figure out the poem real clear. The voice on the phone is like outside right way. Because normally I always hear the beat. I feel so remedial. I'm like... Cause jungle said block your own enemies like, up. Oh, yeah, block your own enemies up. Did you hear that? Block your own enemies up. to the rug. She fell to my bed and gave me a hug. That back. She talk about enemies on your block. Hey, we gotta keep talking over it because we don't have the edited version. Seven keep on. I know you're gonna hurt some vulgarity in the rhyme. So it's my job to just keep talking over the joint. Let y'all hear from the background, you dig me? You need your parents' permission to listen to this. We 
got explicit lyrics on this version here. Oh hey. my gosh. Grand verbalizer, what time is? Ain't this your boy right here? Brother Jay. Yeah. Y'all went to the same high school, right? Yeah. yeah. Elementary. Oh. African. Very African. Come and step in brother's temple. Oh, God. New York. Oh. Who takes the bass? Wow. Oh. Coming from a zero. Tell me what a sissy knows. Brother Jay with the school is a new flow. Stalking. Walking in my big black boots. Stalking. off the earth. Eating herbs for food. Good. Children awake me by the mountain in the river. And gather around the fire for the school that I deliver. Let's speak of a house that's from the sand to the sky. I can't. I can't. I can't even. Yeah. Because first of all, even if it exists, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Shout out to my man OJ's 410, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though he ain't a rapper. You swear you're higher level. Back to your cave. Get yourself together. Come on. Chili and Megilla. Chocolate and vanilla. Polar bear swing on vines with the gorillas, please. Check your reason because it's something amiss. Who's Brother Jay? You drown in the abyss. I teach your funk code and don't preach a rap. I heard something about it. I'm not going to blurt it out because I don't know exactly what it is, but I thought I heard something. I didn't know if it's good or bad. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to blur it out. I'm not going to blur it out. It'd be misinformation. Uh, okay. I think I think it's about that time, man. It's about that time. I think it's about that time. I think it's about that time. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for some... Hey. There you 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 go. Yeah. We at the Clearport, man. <laughs> hey. We coming in for a landing. He's Turns finest. Hey, Lori's cousin. Come on. <laughs> Yo, call what it is, man. What's good, guys? What's good, family? How y'all doing? Huh? What up, good. What up? media. <laughs> yeah, man. What's the word on the streets, man? I know you out there. Oh, I'm out here, man. It's it's a lot. Just like every week, it's a lot going on. Um, so so obviously everybody knows that. Um, the main thing we're going to talk about is Colin Kaepernick, Nike, the campaign, the ad. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of other stuff I just want to kind of just make quick mention of. Some stuff that went down the last the last 24 hours. Which the last is? last 24 hours have been kind of crazy. Mm. So well, let, them take, go let, me, let me just kind of just take, yeah. take us through uh, for the listeners at home. So we got, um, before we get into Colin Kaepernick and Nike, um, we have... <laughs> Tell us how you feel, Tone. <laughs> We have Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Mm. Uh, so uh, yeah, I know. So so Nick, basically, basically Cardi and Nicki, um, they came in the close quarters. They were at a New York Fashion Week event um, on Friday, and yeah, yeah, and, and it's interesting. So basically, uh, they got into it. Uh, more, it was more so. It was more so Cardi. So a source close to the incident said that it looked like the two were going to be coming in for like an embrace. Um, but at, but when that took place, when they got kind of close. That's when Cardi kind of went off with, you know, kind of went off on on Nikki because apparently uh, Nikki had said something about uh, Cardi B's eight um, eight week mm-hmm. year old daughter, um, eight week daughter. So I I didn't know about that situation, um, but basically Nikki had said something about that, and Cardi wasn't happy. Uh, so Cardi went off, started cussing her out, um, threw both of her shoes, uh, both of her heels at in in, in Nikki's direction, in the, in the direction of the eight or nine bodyguards that were there. So uh, nobody got hurt, and apparently Nikki's not going to. Uh, to press charges, but that took place. Um, nobody was arrested, but that that took place. While that was happening, um, you had Drake and Meek Mill. So Drake and Meek Mill basically just squashed their beef. Oh. Um, Drake brought out Meek Mill in Boston last night, which I, I thought was pretty interesting for him to bring him out in Boston and not in Philly in his hometown. But mm-hmm. uh, nonetheless, he brought he brought uh, Meek Mill out. 
Uh, you see both of them are posting each other on so all over social media. Uh, they're dapping up. They all, all smile. So apparently that situation is good now. Drake is saying that uh, now, that, now that he's squashed that beef with Meek, it's giving him a new peace of mind, uh, which is which is interesting. So it was a, it was a completely a shock to me. I think it was a shock to uh, hip hop in general, but I think I think it was pretty good for the culture. I'm not sure how y'all think about that, but that went down uh, just last night. Um, also, we got Jeffrey Owens. So uh, you know. Basically, mainstream media, we know we know what took place, basically, uh, you know, the last week or a couple weeks ago, mainstream media attempted to uh, to pretty much drag uh, his name through the mud. So Jeffrey Owens played uh, Elvin um, mm -hmm. on the Cosby show from 1985 to 1992. Uh, and basically, uh, yeah, they tried to someone took snapped a picture of him. He was working in Trader Joe's uh, in New Jersey, where he worked for about 15 months while he was in between um, acting gigs. And they tried to uh, pretty much drag his name through the mud. I'm glad that backfired on those people because, yes. um, you know, he, he got an overwhelming amount of support from from fans, from fellow celebrities. Tyler Perry offered him a job like a, I think it's a, he's going to appear on 10 episodes on, um, on own network or mm -hmm. the have and the have nots, yes, which I think Jesus. is pretty dope. And he, and he accepted that. Um, so it? Jeffrey yeah, accepted that opportunity. So <laughs> I'm happy about I'm happy about that. Um, so you, you got Jeffrey Owens. I want to say rest in peace to to Mac Miller. Uh, we lost, man, we lost a good one. 26 years old, uh, younger, younger, two years younger than me. Uh, and this mm. dude, this dude just lost his life. I, I think it's a drug overdose. So he's been open in the past about his addiction. Uh, and he seemed to be kind of getting better. I think he stopped smoking. I think he stopped doing drugs. He was just, I think at that point he was just drinking. Uh, but it seemed, he seemed to have a, re a relapse. Um, and he, and he passed away in his, in his, his LA home. So we had that take place. And then you had Bobby Brown's biopic. Uh, that was a two-night series that dropped yes. um, last week. Now, and that was pretty dope, but it's, it's, it's interesting because there were a couple things I wasn't really uh, feeling about it. I didn't like the way Whitney was depicted in it. Um, I also didn't like, uh, yeah, I didn't really like the way Whitney was depicted in it. I didn't know. I found out about Janet Jackson and Bobby Brown for the first time. I mean, I'm young, uh, but that was the first <laughs> time I found I didn't read Bobby Brown's book, so I didn't know about the fact that they, were, they had a relationship going on. I can't believe he actually... Um, kicked her out of his hotel. Mm -hmm. uh, that Janet Jackson, because I mean she's beautiful now. She's in her fifties, so you can imagine what she looked like at that time. Um, so we got that going on. So let, let, now let's get back into uh, this Nike and, and, and Colin Kaepernick situation. I know you guys have a lot of thoughts on that. Um, let me just say this before we get into the conversation with that. I just want to say that Nike, to me, pulled a pulled a gangster like move, and I'm gonna explain what I, what I mean by that. So. It's interesting to me that back in March, if you go back to March, Nike actually signed a contract, a 10-year contract uh, with the NFL. Because, you know, Nike is their, their main supplier when it comes to game day uniforms, sideline sideline apparel. And basically, um, they, basically, the NFL was in bid with Nike until 2028. Hmm. It's, it's signed on the dotted lines that, they, that Nike's going to be their main apparel provider uh, from now until 2028. So that happened back in March. Fast forward to now. Who knew that Nike and Colin Kaep Nike had kept Colin Kaepernick in their back pocket, and they decided to extend they, they decided to extend this um this endorsement this Nike this Nike deal with Colin Kaepernick. Um, it started back in 2011, and it was coming up on its end right now in 2018. But they decided to extend that and make Colin Kaepernick the face of their 30th anniversary campaign for the Just Do It slogan. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's interesting. I know the NFL is upset. I know they're upset mm -hmm. because. Um, here you are trying to silence Kaepernick, trying to keep him boxed out. He's suing you for collusion. And then Nike, the main brand that's providing your, your game day uniform, your apparel, all of that, 
um, the, your, the main brand representing the NFL is embracing this guy. So, um, so yeah, that's pretty much what's going on that. With that, uh, what's, what's you all thought? I know you got guys got a lot oh, to say yeah. about it. I want to hear from y'all. You trying to go first, Lee? No, I'll wait. Okay, I'm going to have a completely different perspective than, than probably most of you. I don't think that it was uh, a ballsy, brave move at all. I think that it was well thought out and that the NFL was in on it. I think that Nike and NFL got together and used this as a way to, without the NFL having to apologize for this whole all this mess that has has Good the angle. way the way that they completely misconstrued what it was about from the beginning and 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 now I think I think this was a way for them to get around having to say we apologize we understand now basically if you make Colin the face of it the, all of the, the the focus is reshifted in this direction. Nike is not really sweating those three or four people that decided to burn a pair of shoes. Trust. They have done all of the, they've had people who make a lot of money to determine how much they might lose with any, any kind of promotion that they put out versus how much they stand to gain. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I think that this was something that they came up with to, together and, uh, that's my. That's I mean, my it, I mean look, look. It, it was a, it was a smart business move. I mean, so so the campaign came out on on Labor Day, and since then they they've already seen a thirty one percent increase uh, in sales, and, and compared sure. to last la, compared to Labor Day in two thousand and seventeen, where they only had a seventeen percent increase, mm-hmm. it it shows that they they made it they made a smart business decision. I don't think they care about Kaepernick like the person. But I think they made a decision they thought was going to be good for them financially. But yeah, and he and, and I'm sure that he got his money. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I'm very certain that whatever he was making or going to make in the NFL, they that his people probably tried to make sure that it that this campaign would make up for um, the majority, if not all, of that loss um, with this campaign. So those those are just just my thoughts on it. I think I think it was excellent marketing mm-hmm. by by um, Nike. I, I I would say it's boldsy just because of this era where everybody's like, you know, I don't don't pause me, pre pause. <laughs> everybody's pre pausing <laughs> off of you know stuff, and and so you know Nike has money, so that's why I say it was boldsy, but not mm-hmm. boldsy. Um, but I give them their props for doing it. I do um, where I differ, Lori is um, and. Let me just be clear. I am an NBA person through and through, not NFL. So don't y'all NFL lovers come after me. Um, I do know, and just, this is just from you know being in the car and watching the news and stuff, that there's still that lawsuit that um, Kaepernick has against the NFL. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have reason to believe that the NFL is going to have to settle mm-hmm. because they're now going to be looking at you know, text messages of these owners and everything that if it comes out that they even said anything pertaining to the N-word or any other players or any other thing is going to be detrimental to the bedrock of the mm-hmm. NFL. So separate from that, mm-hmm. I, that's why I don't think the NFL but, was involved with the Nike. So the only reason I, and I, and I so. thought about that too, and the only reason I didn't go that route was because from my understanding, and the uh, Trey and the guys might know because you know how much I care about NFL. But from my understanding, that what the what Kaepernick's people are going to try to argue is the the fact is the loss 
like what he mm-hmm. lost off of their actions. So the fact that if the NFL gets together with Nike and say, hey, do this for me, offer this to him, whatever. Then when they go to court and they say, well, we, he didn't really lose, lose anything. He actually made out better over here. So am, am I, I, mm. I still think that there was some, some corporate level, you know, good old boy kind of thing going Behind on. The the, yeah. So, so, so how, so how Trey, um, Trey and Blinks, like how does, how would the NFL benefit from if they if which if if what Lori's saying is true? Because I think that's interesting. I think that's an interesting point you're making. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about it from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. What, like, what would the NFL gain from you know what would the NFL gain from from making sure that Nike you know chose Cap to be the face of this this campaign? Uh, let me ask you first, Trey. I think the viewership that they lost because it's still a segment of the population that just doesn't watch anymore. So I don't know if that hit them in their pockets, which I think it did a little. So you bring back in the um the people that were sensitive to that whole thing, like black viewership, or it could be white, whoever was sensitive to the whole reason why he was um um what's the word I'm trying to think of? It was Kaepernick um not signed and not black. signed. Uh, he was uh, black black ball basically. The reason he was protesting, whoever was sensitive to that, that just stopped watching, period. You can bring them back in. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my angle of it. I don't know. Trey, what you think? I think okay. I think it's all PR. It's all PR. Ain't nobody losing no money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Saint uh, uh, Papa John's. You know what I'm saying? They were a major sponsor in the NFL. They got rid of them because of the ball and, and and the racist language that he was using. So what happens? Papa John's is out. Pizza Hut is in. <laughs> Ain't nobody losing no money. You know what I'm saying? This is the clash. I find I, I call this the clash of the colonizers. You know what I'm saying? They all at the top eating at the same table. <laughs> you know what I mean? They all not suffering from money. This is a PR move on their part. This is a way to soften the blow. Kind of like what you're saying, Blinks, with regards to viewership. Now, it's all right for a couple of black people that were boycotting the NFL to come back now because Colin, uh, Colin Kaepernick is now the face of Nike for their 30th anniversary. And not only that, we're going to buy like five pairs of Nikes now. That gives me a, a perfect mm. excuse to go buy like 10 pairs of Jordans. Because yeah, they, look, you saw, yeah. Yeah, sorry, because, because Nike's on our side. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But none of that money, all that money is leaving the hood mm-hmm. and going straight to their pockets. Mm-hmm. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So now, again, it gives... Black folks that was like, oh, I'm not watching the NFL. Oh, okay. Well, now he's the face of Nike. I guess I could watch a game or two. <laughs> it's cool now. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, all the people on the field, they wearing Nike jerseys. I, I could watch it now. It's cool because Nike's <laughs> on our side. It's all PR, man. Ain't nobody losing no money in this deal. Matter of fact, Nike stock just shot up. Shot up. Crazy. Yep. It went down. Yep. So you go buy and it shot up. Right. Yep. And if, if mm-hmm. the Nike dude thought they was going to lose any money, they wouldn't have done it. It, it, to to me, that's just that's just they wouldn't have did it at all. Right. right. To me, right. it's 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 all it's, it's white folks playing with money at the top of the food chain. That's all it is to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Anything yeah. else? But you was about now to say, I was gonna say you, you, yeah, I was gonna say um, it's okay. So it's it's interesting what y'all saying. Y'all making so so many great points. Um, and I know we got about five, like four or five minutes left. But I wanted to, I wanted to also say this. See, originally my my stance was this. I didn't want to give Nike too much praise, okay? Because I understand that, like we're like we're all saying, they're a business. It's about PR. It's about how we're going to make more money. Um, that's that's really what it's about. If you, if you look at their if you look at their audience, all Nike did, in my opinion, was cater to their audience. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 on record that 
the majority of people that purchase Nike apparel are 35 years and younger. Right. Okay. And 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 that means that you're talking about that's a lot of millennials. Mm -hmm. And we and and Nike understands that millennials are emotional buyers, mm -hmm. right? So you're gonna attach you attach yourself to a brand based on what, what kind of commercials that they put. You know who who are they who are they embracing? So okay, they going they going to embrace Kaepernick. Someone like myself who's a millennial who might not understand the fact that that that's the way Nike is is trying to set things up. I might say okay, well they embracing Kaepernick, somebody who I stand by, somebody I'm protesting for. I'm a, like you said, Trey. I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna purchase. Nike again, put more money in their pocket. And let me say this, it's not only here, this is the minor piece, this is international we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So you're talking yes. about soccer. Like, they they, they are the mm. face of the biggest sport in the world. So now you got people of color all over the globe, you understand, that's that's in tune with this whole Colin Kaepernick situation that's going out and, 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 and investing in Nike even more. So it ain't just an American thing here, so go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 I was just going to say, when it comes to Kaepernick, I think this is another notch in his belt just because um, at the end of the day, even if I'm Colin Kaepernick and I understand that Nike might not genuinely love and care about me and my plight, but they know that they can they can kind of use me um, to, to, I guess, get more exposure or make more money, whatever the case might be. I still think it's a notch in his belt because this is something he did two years ago. Yeah. I mean, this was two, this was two years ago when the whole take a knee, um, when the whole take a knee hashtag even went you know, took off and went viral. And it's still, you're still seeing it today. He posted something today. You had two guys on the, um, I think the Miami Dolphins that took a knee today before the game. So smart, smart, I, I yeah. smart move on his part. Like him and his yeah. people and who he has in his corner are doing an excellent yeah. job. This is an mm -hmm. excellent PR move for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, let, let, let's not lose sight of that. I'm glad you brought that up. You know what I mean? Like Mikey's getting something out of the deal. You know, NFL, you know, they're going to they gonna continue to take heat, but they kind of soften the blow just a little bit. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. Kaepernick is definitely getting something out of the he's deal. You see what I'm saying? He's, he's winning. Mm -hmm. From and PR perspective, from image yeah, perspective from all of that. He's going to get that NFL check, too. And he yeah, and he sacrificed a lot. And I don't I don't want to intentionally um, change the subject, but in the interest of time, what I do want to say is I want to mention Nikki, not in regards to the Cardi B stuff, but more so mm -hmm. um, in regards to being part of the black community and Terry, um, I'm sorry, not Terry, Tyler Perry, for standing up for what's right in regards to what mm -hmm. um, Jeffrey Owen and mm -hmm. you know to see somebody just try to tear somebody taking a picture or video footage or whatever of of the brother just working you know like at the end of the day he's working he's yeah. making an honest living regardless of what he was doing before and the fact that the black community responded in a way that made those people fail at what they were trying yep. to do which was basically try to degrade and insult mm -hmm. um the a brother who was just doing what any of us would have been right. doing or probably have done before just for our livelihood. Yep. So shout out to Nicki Minaj, Tyler Perry, and all the other people representing the black community. Others too, we take other people support. Can, well. can, <laughs> exactly. Can I piggyback off of the Jeffrey Owens situation? Because that was uh, uh, something that I've uh, related personally. to personally. Mm -hmm. I wish somebody come take a picture of me in, in my cubicle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Took a picture Amen. of me when I was working for Aaron's Furniture. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I could Amen. get a gig somewhere. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's... How Jeffrey dare. don't owe nobody nothing. Nope. I wouldn't talk, I wouldn't <laughs> explain nothing to nobody. I've been through that already. You know what I'm saying? So when I saw yeah. this brother working in the grocery store, I'm like, oh, I get it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, Respectful. like yeah. So He's please, not- anybody, if you got a camera, come come take a picture of your boy working a nine to five, man. Yeah. And I wish, I wish I wish I wish that's where the Nicki Minaj spotlight would have ended for the week, you know. It, it, but instead, you know, oh, oh. yesterday, you know, with that, not yesterday, the day before, with the whole Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, I was like, oh, I was disgusting. Just As a black with, female, I was just you know, disgusted. I was exactly. like, why are you airing it out in public, like? Hold on, you didn't you didn't mention the girl Ra. The girl Ra was the, really the instigator of the Ooh, whole situation. Ali. Yeah. Who was that? That's a real Nikki's entourage. Yeah, you you've seen her. She's, she was on New York um yeah. loving hip hop New York and the whole thing was just disgusting to watch. Quite honestly. But but look, real real quick, I know we're about to close out. Um cat cat, real quick, tell because I don't think the people at home might know. Tell people what you were trying to say about Nikki in terms of because I know what you alluded to. Nikki basically donated what twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand, yes. She exactly. don't she donated twenty five thousand to Jeffrey Owens and you know, there were other people that stepped up also. Tyler Perry being yeah. the most notable notable one that um Said something. She donated twenty five thousand to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was just a lot of people yeah. just coming out. There were other people that came out, like donating I, money and doing stuff like that because he. But, go ahead, Carl. I'm sorry. But I would say, I would say, like you said, I wish that's why. I wish that's why Nikki would have just ended. I wish the news for her I mean, ended there. But the man is—he's not a, a charity case. I, he was doing what he's he working. Do. Right, he's freaking working. Yo, for please, his, somebody for his, come take a picture oh my of me, God. please. We need twenty-five grand. Somebody want to donate twenty-five grand? Yo, come, grand come take way. a picture I mean, of me in the cubicle, I'm, man. Like tomorrow, I'm please. I'm not giving no. Yeah, take a picture. Yeah, there At you the go. End of the day, this shout out to Nicki Minaj for the twenty-five thousand dollars because she could take a picture of me on my couch. And yeah, I will not gladly $25,000. But, you know, to me, at the end of the day, I it think was that something was a promo, some, be, some, uh, a, an attempt to get some her name out there. I mean, why would but, you yeah, do? Possibly. So what you going to give yeah. twenty five grand to everybody working at Trader Joe's? Like, I don't I don't get it. <laughs> no, I think it was more so in response to you try to dog this brother out and I'm going to show you better than I can People tell get you dogged out every day. Everybody working there probably get dogged out once a Yo, week. Yo, Blinks, I'm gonna come take a picture. Matter of fact, where's my phone? <laughs> Yo, we're gonna get a donation. I mean, I can I, I what I can appreciate, I can appreciate Tyler Perry time. offering him a job. Somebody I mean, that, yeah. on these that's couches cool. will get a donation. But to be like, oh, I'm gonna write you a check for twenty five grand because I mean, you're working at Trader Jones. That's why I say, Lord, I, it's probably coming from a good place. He's probably I like so. <laughs> Okay. You don't understand what she's thinking, like Okay. I'm not. Right. I, I'm not. He, he worked on TV all these years. He's working in Trader Joe's. Your assumption is yeah. low enough. <laughs> That's right. just your assumption. Yeah. I mean, I don't think she's coming from a bad place. I think she might be coming from a place of PR. Like, there's so I many mean, people who so. who fit that same bill. There's a lot of but them. A lot of them didn't have their picture. Right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> we need cameras in here. We, we need cameras in here. Well, shoot, production team, get on it. Yes. We need cameras, man. I, I want Mess yo. It. This is crazy. The man is working. Hey, Trace, Trace, set up your own like, camera, man. Huh? Hey, Trace, go, set up your own camera and try to pick this right. I know. Yeah. I was in there already, though. Know, but you didn't get a picture taken. I know. Yes. Damn. <laughs> yo, man, this is look, insane, look, yo. You gotta take your own. You gotta take your own picture <laughs> with your own camera phone and try to set it up like somebody took it to you and put it out on social yo, media. Yo, check man. this out. Check this out. A black man is working with an honest job, right? And now he's a charity case. That is right. crazy to me. I'm, I would almost be. I would. I would be insulted. It's kind of like, what is this for? Like, I'm. I'm taking care of my family. How's that any different than anybody? You'd be insulted by Nicki Minaj. I would be insulted that you would think I'm a charity case just because I'm doing I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm out there doing my job. (laughs) I'm taking that 25. Oh, I take it too. I take it too. I take it 
take I, the truth. I would have missed her. I wouldn't even feel insulted. I'd be like, Nikki, put me on your nest. It's like they not ho- they not homeless. I mean, what are they? Are they? Listen, uh, is man. this? What's Lori? That's a couple new laptops. Oh my god. They even them got to bring equipment. Oh no, I'm taking the money. I'm definitely taking the money. Without question, I'm taking the money. But I'm just saying, like, what is the mentality and the thinking of people that even, like, just because you working an honest I'm job. I'm going to set up a GoFundMe for Trey. That you okay? feel like Everybody you got to donate like to donate money. to a regular matter. working you know dude the only that answer. used to have a Thank deal. Why am I wild? No, I'm going to set up a GoFundMe for Trey. Everybody on this couch needs a deposit. We all need pictures, man. I'm telling you, because if, if, if that's the case, if, 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 because look, this is the mentality, right? If you're a celebrity at one time, like if you're seen every day on television, and then all of a sudden you're not seen every day on television, and you gotta go work a job to pay the bills, then now you're a charity case. No, but think about it. Think about what you just said. Uh-huh. What's your first reaction? You seen somebody that was you ask? Don't like, you can't ask me. You can't ask me. Getting money. You, you might can't. Be, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying. No, no, no. You, you might be shocked. You, you, I, you, I, I mean, hold on, hold on. I know what you're saying. No, I know what you're saying. You seen them at the car wash, right? You can't ask me that. You can't ask me right, that. I'm not going to ask you. You no, can't no, ask I me that. I get it. I get it. My first reaction would be like, yo, you that, can't that's ask, like exactly. so-and-so. First so, time. so I get that. But I'm not going to turn around then and tip you $25,000 because you washed my damn clothes. <laughs> Why not? Like, you got it. You know what my answer to that? Thank you, Nikki. It don't matter what. Yeah. I think, no, I think, I think, I think Lord's <laughs> that man. Y'all can't ask me that. Because ain't nobody <laughs> helped me with nothing. After they saw, I'm moving the couch inside of somebody's crib and the video comes on. You see what I'm saying? Okay, I'm moving okay, the couch okay. in there and he let looks at me let like, let yo, me you want to smoke this. a blunt? Well, That's all he offered me <laughs> was a blunt. Let me ask he you. didn't offer me 25 grand. He offered say me a blunt. All right, Trey, say that was you. What, what are you going to say to me? I, told, I, I just told you. I, I told you I'm going to take it. I told you I'm going to take it. But at the same time, I'm questioning the mentality of people. Why do you feel like because you were on television at one time that now all of a sudden you're not because and you're working a regular job uh, what we deem as a regular Reg- job regular that I'm a charity case does not That's make us charity cases people don't know mm. I'm, I'm a I just fi- said that I'm a Seinfeld getting I just if said Seinfeld got to work again he getting residuals so right I just I just people think yo he's not getting more residuals I just 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 I what is up with the mentality right. of people that think that right. way? That's all I'm right. saying. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. Like when, I'm not when, saying it's when, never going to happen what again. What happened and at what I'm point I'm saying what's the problem? A, a, a hardworking job or a hardworking person in a, in a job, at what point did that become? Like a, a reason, bad thing. A like it's right. a bad thing. To, to donate think, and become a charity case. It's a bad thing. It's just like not to your, you. your vision is like, yo, what happened? No, I mean, that's yeah, a natural yeah, reaction. Me, yeah, I agree because for me, for me, I think... Again, this is for me. The person, the guilty party, was the person who tried to take a picture and try to, you know, I mean, yeah, they tried to play, right? Tried to play, you know? yep. and because because if he was sticking the, sticking you up, then yeah, you, well, it'd be a different. So I, I think I think the I think the guilty party is is that person. Anybody else who is just stepping up, whether you know, I I, I try not to look too deep into mm-hmm. certain things. The fact that somebody is writing twenty five thousand dollars out of their own paycheck, I'm excuse me, their own bank account. I'm not looking at it, you know, for anything else but a positive reaction to that BS that this person tried to do or try to capitalize on. And I know we got to wrap up. Mm-hmm. The production team is going to kill me. We yeah, they are. <laughs> nah, this is a good one, though. I like <laughs> this one right here. This is a this good, a good one. It was a lot of good topics. Because it hit business. home. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, I'm like, damn, they doing that now? <laughs> 
Somebody say something. Oh, are we done? Yeah. Okay, all right. We'll play the music. Thank you, Paul. Intermediate is finest. For the word on the street. We back in the air. Y'all be. This is a hot mess. We not taking the land, we taking off. With Lori's cousin with the Rover Report. And all types of shenanigans going on right now. Yeah. Yo, thank you, Carl, man, for the for the word on the streets, man. Love you too, boy. You know what I mean? I said love you, Carl. Oh, love you, Carl. I love you, Carl. <laughs> Carl, we love you. Where we you love at you. Again? Stay in New York, Rocky. Carl, where you at? I'm in New York. Oh, my New God. You're not in Philly. <laughs> You're not in Baltimore. You're up in Harlem. That's hey, where you from is the question. New York. There you go. Thank you, baby. <laughs> thank you, baby. <laughs> Yo, thank you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate that, man. All right, next time. See y'all next time. No right. doubt. No Peace. doubt. So, uh, how much how much time we got left? Oh, we wrapping up? Oh, okay. We got so time for one more song? Nah, man. You see Shonda with the finger? Wait. I saw it. Look. You see Two minutes up. Hey, Trey, did you see that? Trey, I mean, I was looking at one time. Lee. I was looking one time, she said two minutes. And then one of them went like this. Oh, wow. You gave him the middle finger? <laughs> yes, you did. Production gave me the middle. Oh, I think so look, so look, man, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thank our brother Timothy Jones for, for chiming in, man, and giving yes, us tidbits on using hip hop and education. Want to thank Calsar Bazaars for the bars for the week. And definitely want to thank my man. K. Nelson for the street <laughs> report, you know what I'm saying? Coming in from Intermediate's finest, you know what I'm saying? So on behalf of the lovely Mrs. Lee, hey. the lovely Mrs. Delamar, DJ Blanks, and myself, yeah. Tracy Lee, man, we about to get up out of here, we you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, we forgot Diana. We gotta hurry up too, because Diana is heavy. She hurt oh. me. And, and we still taking <laughs> donations, man. You yes. wanna give out the info? www. L-L-E-F-T-E-N-T dot com and you can click on the button for the podcast All Things Podcast and please think about if you like us if you love us there's um, a way that you can support the show um, it's not out there yet but there will be a gift so don't be like well, what am I giving for you will get something we just have to I have to uh, update the website with what that will be as soon as we decide what that will be All right. but uh, you will get something for your donation and even if you don't like us still support us okay. yes if you don't like yeah. us still support, still support, us. support us we take all contributions all yes, contributions yeah you know I mean so without further ado right. all contributions all what's wrong contributions. with that there you go, there he go. <laughs> what's wrong with all contributions Let's go to the song. Yo, you, you are to the left, son. Like, you can't say nothing with tone in the Nothing. Room, you can't say nothing at Goodness all. Goodness gracious. iPod, pause. <laughs> Headphones, pause. Oh, oh wrong song. Yes. I'm sorry, wrong song. <laughs> oh, oh you, giving, you giving Diana a sign-off? <laughs> Yo, Diana got theme music. So anytime you bring that in here, we're going to have that playing. So until next time, man, we signing off. Married to Hip Hop, not the drama. We're Tracy Lee, and we out. Easy. Easy.